0: Thank you for joining us. This is Faithful and Law Flawless, and we are your hosts. I am Julia. And I'm Carrie. And tonight we're going to dive into this really sticky subject that we all love to talk about. <laughs> it's called disobedience. How fun.
1: Mm-hmm. We couldn't wait.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So tonight, Carrie is really going to bring us a great word about disobedience. So, y'all sit on the edge of your seat. Get your drink, feel really uncomfortable, and listen to what we've got.
1: (laughs) For sure. So, ironically, with the disobedience, we're going to go to the book of Judges. You know, we just got to dive in. We just got to dive in. That's great. So we're literally going to start with Judges Chapter 1. Judging disobedience. Oh, man, this is... (laughs) I could write this chapter. I mean, I feel like this whole chapter is about me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Lord have mercy. So. Judges chapter 1, it says, Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall be the first to go up for us against the Canaanites to fight against them? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Indeed, I have delivered the land into his hand. So we see in this chapter how God tells Israel, Hey, if you want to take over this promised land, I'm sending you in, but you're going to have to get rid of the inhabitants there. And as we go through the book of Judges, it starts revealing the military failure of Israel because they had incomplete obedience. We had some that removed them and some that did not. So that refusal to drive out what God already told them was theirs. So they created this complete, truly disobedience by not doing what God told them to. So the Israelites through the act of disobedience did not claim the land as theirs by casting out the current inhabitants as God told them to. So when we go into Judges a little further down this chapter, we're going to go to verse 21. But the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites as we call Jebs, who inhabited the Jerusalem. So the Jebs dwelt with the children of Benjamin, in Jerusalem, even to this day. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's been a while here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at the Bible. I mean, we're in Judges here. We're not in the New <coughs> Testament. We're in the Judges. And their complete disobedience in this still affects them today. Wow. So, when we, that just further confirms it. when you go into, a little bit further, you go into Jud- Judges 1 and 27. We got, if you read 27 to 36, it just completely goes over the incomplete conquest of that land. So it just further confirms all the incomplete conquest and the Israelites choosing to dwell with the current inhabitants. So what does God call for you to remove from your life mm. that you are allowing to continue to inhabit? What has become your thorn due to disobedience? Mm. When we look at further on, we go into Judges 2. And we look at verse 10. When all that generation having gathered to their fathers. So those people died. Another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord nor the work which he had done for Israel because of their disobedience Israel dwelt with oh there's so many there's Canaanites, Hittites, we could go on and all the Jebs and they married one another, they joined in each other's customs their traditions their idols Mm. all the things they joined with them instead of the conquest. Instead of being the conquerors, they became enslaved. Hmm. So, through their disobedience, it led them to slavery over many years. And when God heard their cry finally, and He heard it, but He wanted them to recognize they were being disobedient. Because, as we just read, They didn't know the Lord. All the people who had led them to this promised land had already died. They're gone. And they finally rise up a cry. God, hear our plea. We are enslaved. We need you. So God brought about the judges. Mm -hmm. This is all this chapter is about. He brought about the judges so that they could rule and help bring a sense of peace or an order to the Israelites. So you see that throughout Judges where he brings these different leaders. So they go into multiple different areas where they fall back into disobedience during this time. So they went through eight years of slavery to one, his name is Kushan, I don't know where that name came from, but the Bible has it in there. And with repentance, they experienced 40 years of rest Mm. you see this later and second the second time around they're being disobedient again it led them to 18 years of slavery wow and rest for 80 years when they learned obedience third time keep reading 20 years of being harshly oppressed and if you read about the the Judge Deborah, this was during her time when God rose her up. They experienced 40 years of rest. Fourth time around, seven years of, of oppression. Hmm. And they experienced 40 years of quiet hmm. with obedience. If you go to Judges 13, 1-5, it talks about this, this woman. A certain man and this woman... The woman uh, was barren. She didn't have any kids. And the angel of the Lord appeared to her. He said, I know that you're barren. I know that you can't have children, and you haven't. But you're going to conceive and bear a son. And he told her not to drink a certain thing or to eat certain things. He said, you're going to have the son, and you're going to conceive him, and you're going to bear him. And you're not going to put a razor to his head. cut his hair and he was going to be a Nazarite to God from the womb and he was going to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines and this is where we start seeing Samson Mm -hmm. so God heard the cries and he gave a miracle once more because he's merciful because he's gracious and he's good So what was barren within you shall bring, spring forth life with the act of obedience. So are you experiencing a barrenness of hope, of joy, of peace, of comfort? Maybe you're barrenness of family. Or maybe you're just having the barrenness of hearing the word come alive for you. And I think this is, uh, this is so, such an in-depth subject. It is. Because disobedience is, oh, we all do it. I would like to say that we don't, but that's not <laughs> true. And in the case of, of the Israelites, they experienced some pretty serious um, times of slavery. And through an act of obedience from a barren woman, God said I see that hmm. and through you I'm going to bring them someone who's going to bring them out of that so not only do we have the miracle <coughs> of hey I know that you can't have children but guess what I'm going to give you that gift Yeah. because I know you want it I know that you want a child Not only that, but I have conditions if you'll be obedient. And she was. And he brought. He brought that deliverance through an act of obedience. Yeah. Can you imagine what they would have experienced if she hadn't had done that? I mean, look at all the years, 80 plus 8, and 40 more, and 40 more. And I only read a few. I'm like, I only read fourth time.
0: (laughs) It amazes me, like, how many times they repeatedly disobeyed and went through everything that they went through, and then they would be obedient and experience peace. And then it just repeat and repeat and repeat. But then when I start thinking about your timelines that you're reading, Everybody that went through those mm-hmm. would pass away, and they mm-hmm. would forget.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They didn't have that remembrance because the people that went through it the first time mm-hmm. weren't there now, and now they had to go through that. Right. It was just learning and repeating
1: over and over. And don't we do the same? We do things. Whereas God is just waiting for us to be obedient truly and we by not obeying put ourselves into slavery yeah a slave to sin yeah truly I mean I can name countless times in my life I have been disobedient and I own it I certainly am not perfect in any way shape or form (laughs) I (laughs) don't think any of us are we are not perfect and through that, we become slaves of sin. And Jesus just wants us to be free of that. Yeah. He's like, hey, I have already paid this, this price. You don't have to live like that. You don't have to be feeling that barrenness yeah. within you. Because truly, it robs you. It does. Of what He already paid the price to allow you to have. You know, and Jesus came on this earth to bring us that. He sacrificed. He is continually at the Father's hand, interceding just for you. Mm. Just for you. With you on His mind. He seeks a daily communication with you. You know, it says in the Bible to pray without ceasing. He wants to hear everything. Like, not just the big things. Yeah. He wants to hear everything. And in that, we learn dependence upon our Savior. And we learn obedience through a constant sense of communication with the one who died for us, rose again, and intercedes for us every day single day and mm-hmm. isn't that just amazing that's so awesome I know. <coughs> he wants to hear hey you know what this guy in traffic's really getting on my nerves "Yeah." he wants to hear god i'm not having a really good morning like i tripped over my dog on the way out i mean you know those kind of things you know god can you just can you just touch me today yeah i have a headache or yeah. I'm taking care of my elderly parent, how do I deal with this when they don't know who I am? Mm. How do I deal with taking care of this child who I will probably take care of until the day I die? God, how do I do these things? And he says, I'm walking with you. Yeah. I see you. I see your obedience and being a faithful servant to me. He sees that. He sees the sacrifice. And he wants you to know your reward (laughs) reward is great. Your reward is great. It's a servant. A servant's heart. And he sees it. Yeah. He acknowledges it and he knows you. So when you have those moments of I don't know if I can do this today, God. I'm I'm not I'm not really listening. I'm not been obedient. I I've done look at all the things I've done in my life and I don't deserve that. Yes you do. Yes you do. You absolutely deserve that. Every step of the way. He says, come unto me, all all you who are heavy, weary, you're lightened. Come unto me and I give you rest. Yeah. I give that to you. Talk to me. That's what he's saying. Talk to me and give me your thoughts. Give me your, give me, give me all of it. I yeah. want to... He wants to hear your day. Yeah. He wants to know if you have a great day. If you're not having a great day, He wants to know that, too. Or, hey, you know what? My child's really getting on my nerves. It won't stop screaming. So, mm. <laughs> those kind of things. God, help me. Help me in this day. Be my Savior. Be my guide. Yeah. Help me when I am being disobedient that I have created this slavery. Mm of myself in this situation. God break those chains, and that's why He's interceding for you today. No matter what you're going through in this life, He is continually at the right hand of that Father. And He's looking, and He's interceding for the best for you. Yeah. That's how great His love is. I was, I have an opportunity to work with a lot of people, a lot of different, different people over the years. I've worked with some atheists, you name it, and I've worked with a lot of different people, denying Christ, being very angry when you mention the name of Jesus. And it just astounds me that someone who loves you so very very much and he truly does if you're listening today no matter what you have ever done in your past there is nothing too big for God yeah ever nothing in the world is too big for him to forgive yeah Jesus thought straight up of you On a cross when He was dying. And He thought you were worthy. Yeah.
0: Nothing can separate you from His love.
1: Nothing can. So when you are sinking into that guilt of shame Mm. because of your disobedience, God doesn't want that for you. Yeah. He doesn't choose that for you. Because you were on His mind the entire time that He was carrying His cross. The moment He had the whips... The chains, the thorns. As he would had those nails piercing him, he thought of you. What a great what a great love.
0: Mm.
1: I cannot compare to anything. And God I am so grateful. So grateful for your love. So grateful. Man, it's
0: just, it's so humbling to think about how much, how much he loved us. That he was willing. You know, at any moment, Jesus could have called a million angels to come to his rescue. Oh, yeah. He could have just said the word. Yep. And God would have sent the armies of heaven. Mm-hmm. But he willingly laid down his life because he was thinking of you. He yeah. was thinking of me. He was thinking of all the people that were on earth at that time and the millions of people that were to come. Yeah. And he knew not everybody would choose him. Not everybody would want that freedom and that peace and that, that salvation and that hope. And he still laid his life down because that is how much he loves us.
1: And when I lo- read back to the? The Book of Judges. You see his love, even through the acts of disobedience. He sent all these things. He knew that they were going to disobey when he when he led them there. Yeah. And he still did it because he wanted the good things for them. He sent the judges because he wanted good things for them. He heard their cries. He heard the disobedience.
0: He always sent someone to deliver. He always sent yes. someone to step in and lead the way out and fight and lead yes. them to back to obedience and mm-hmm. and with him and then you know like you said there was periods where they were in obedience and they were and and lying with god and and had a relationship with him and served him and praised him and then they had times where they would fall away again and and guess what they would be in that for a while and then god would raise up someone else yes because that's his love mm-hmm. he doesn't give up no he wants us and it's in our own acts of disobedience that we pull ourselves away from him. Yes. It's in our own acts of disobedience that get us into situations that are horrible that we don't want ourselves in, but our own disobedience gets us there and God the whole time kind of like a parent trying to help us make the right <laughs> decisions and come this way because right. it's better, don't yeah. go that way. That's and right. we we still at times make those wrong choices, the disobedient choices and the whole time God's like I know I know at some point I'm still I'm still believing that you're going to come back I still believe you're going to make the right choice I still love you and I'm still going to try to open those doors for you to come back yes, and that's God's love
1: it is, it truly is it's an amazing amazing love that he has just poured over us through our entire lifetime, yeah and as we read throughout the bible we can find this i encourage you to dig into the word of god find what he's trying to say to you because he's speaking he's truly speaking find what he's trying to say to you to open up your eyes and your heart to listen have you lay, oh God, in me so that I can hear what you're saying to me. I can have the eyes to see how this affects me in my life. And I think every single time I read the Bible, I see something new that I didn't (laughs) see before. Yeah. And I, you know, we've been reading, Julia and I have been reading the Bible since we could read my mother was amazing amazing in teaching us the word of god yes we memorized a lot of bible verses as a child yes and to this day i still remember those still remember those because the word have i hidden in my heart that i might not sin against thee yeah and that's the truth that's the one that she taught us and i won't ever forget those things because as i was being disobedient as a child as an adult as a teenager every time in my life as i those are the words the words i have read the words that instilled inside my heart because he was reminding me i love you but i see you yeah i see you as a parent sees a child disobeying and still loves them
0: you know the Bible says train up a child in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it right and I do believe that's true so I know you know as parents uh, you know we as parents uh, my sister and I just you know taking our kids to church and reading our Bibles and singing songs and Mm -hmm. you know doing all those things even though you know our kids you know have their times of falling away which we did too in the it does happen, and every one of us can say that's happened to us. Nobody has perfectly ever been just constantly walking hand in hand with God. Everybody's had a time where they've fallen away. Everybody's had a time that they have fallen, or they have failed, or they have sinned. Nobody's perfect. But you you find yourself, even, even my daughter right now, you know... Mom, you know, she sends me this stuff about, you know, chips being in your hand and, and talking about the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. And I'll reply, and she's like, I know, Mom. You know, <laughs> she remembers yeah. those things. Absolutely. You remember those things. They are hidden in your heart. They are. And I think that's great because they do play a part mm-hmm. in you coming back to God and saying, okay, God, yeah, I, I've been disobedient. I've fallen away from you. I'm sorry, God. Yeah, draw me back to you again because because yeah. I don't like it when I'm away from you because it's mm-hmm. too hard. Mm-hmm. Things get ugly really fast. Mm-hmm.
1: And dropping as a as a adult now and having further furthered my relationship with Christ, it's not religion. Mm-mm. It's a relationship. Absolutely. And I did not understand that no. previously. Where the words were there, I had memorized them, but did I instill them? Hmm. Did I truly understand it? And I did not. No. I mean, I yes, you can memorize it all you want, but until you truly understand what this means and how you can apply it to your life, it's just a memory. Yeah. So God... Instill this into to me. Help me to see what you are saying to me. So that my disobedience will break yes. into obedience. Yeah. Father, let me see your word. And even if you do not own a Bible. I listen to podcasts all the time. And I also read my Bible on my phone. Guess what? They have a Bible app that you can yes, get on maybe. your phone. <laughs> I know you it's You can amazing.
0: even get it where they read the
1: Bible to you, <laughs> you know, audio version. It's wonderful. I love it. I do it all the time. I spend a lot of hours on the road and yeah. I do this all the time. I just I'm learning as time goes on. I cannot honestly get enough. Yeah. Like, I seek that. Yeah. And I, I'm i a texter. I'm kind of a texter person. I like holding my Bible. I like seeing it in front of my face. I like writing into my Bible. I'm a big writer. I have notes all over my... Whenever <laughs> I die, my kids are going to be like, she wrote all over everything. Because, you know, seriously. But there are things in here that I go back later and I'm like, oh, thank you for revealing that to me, God, because I needed that today. Yeah. Where you opened up that to me and reminded me of how good you've been and where I was when you revealed that to me and how much you have grown my heart, my spirit, my mind, since that moment. Yeah. And things that I can see that I didn't even see then, you revealed that to me. Because you're seeking Christ. You're seeking God. You're looking for him. Seek him and he will be found. Yeah. He will be found. You start knocking and he will answer. Yeah. He's just waiting. He's very patient. He's very kind because he's done that all for me. So <laughs> I've needed every minute of the day. Yeah, me <laughs> so. too. Me too. But it, it's true that we did go into the Israelites today, but how many times have we been disobedient in our lives and just said, you know, God, I don't want to be a slave to sin anymore. Mm-hmm. And in continual communication, opening out that that door to him, seeking while he may be found, mm. knocking on the door, and he is waiting already. Yeah. Start with the communication. Yes. It does not have to be fancy. I used mm-hmm. to fight that all the time about, God, if I didn't pray in a certain yeah. way, you aren't going to hear me, or how horrible, or blah, 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 blah. That is not, now he just wants you to talk to him. Yeah. Like, like we're doing right now that's he wants to know your thoughts he yeah. knows what you think yeah. he just wants you to communicate with him Yeah. I mean you communicate with everyone else why wouldn't we create, why wouldn't we do that with him right he loves us more than anyone yeah more than anyone he is willing and able to help us and He's gracious, He's kind, and He's forgiving in our disobedience. And we just want to say thank you for joining us. Yes. We are so very grateful that you have joined us today. Because this is a, this is a hard one. Nobody likes to talk about disobedience. I mean, we don't like to admit when we've done things wrong. That's right. We just don't. But this is a part of us. And bringing that... Light <laughs> bring it to light doesn't give Satan power. No. When you bring it to Jesus yeah. and you lay it at his feet, yeah. and you say, you know what, I'm not gonna be guilty about that anymore, Satan. You get up, you get behind me. Get yes. behind me, Satan. Get underneath my heel. Mm. You bring it to light to Jesus. And you don't have that guilt anymore because he forgave you. Don't pick that guilt back up. Because I have been notoriously done that a few times in my life and learned. He doesn't remember that anymore. Mm. He threw it into the sea, sea of forgetfulness, and he doesn't remember it anymore. Don't don't carry the guilt that he already forgave you for through acts of disobedience. So Romans,
0: when you said that, Satan get mm-hmm. behind me. It made me think of a scripture that a friend shared with me. It said, Romans sixteen twenty, the God of peace, mm-hmm. the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Mm-hmm. The grace of our Jesus be with you. Yeah.
1: So we just want to say the grace of Jesus uh-huh. be with you today. Yes. We love you. We're praying for you. He is for you. He is not against you. He wants great things in your life. And we know that he is walking every step with you. So thank you for joining us. God bless you.